Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Millennial Wizards. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Welcome back. Welcome. It is a Thursday, which is like a Friday because it is Easter. Um, so we are all a little bit brain dead, maybe. Yeah. At least it's raining out and not snowing. This yes. is true. It smelled like spring today. It did. And there's baby birds <gasps> outside tweeting. And it's just like, yeah, they're sitting there, iPhones tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And it's springtime. And then it's going to snow and kill everything again. Yeah. But it is warming up a little bit in Toronto, which is nice. Which means we'll be nicer soon. Yes. We'll be, we'll be remember that episode we'll be happy we only again. did because we were sad <laughs> <laughs> about winter? That was our low point. That was a low point. Not sorry, but also <laughs> at least we can sorry. laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we laugh at our sadness. So hmm. it's everything's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Super sorry if this is the first episode you've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> no, we talk about Harry Potter. We promise. Like, yeah. For a while. Like, you'll be... Well... You're, yeah. you're going to be fine. You're in good company. Yeah. Last episode, we got the suggestion to talk about Harry Potter, and we <laughs> forgot to give props for talking about <laughs> Harry Potter. Hilarious. So... <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> what? Uh, Becky Payne oh, actually right, yes. suggested the Umbridge topic. Uh, so yes. oh, you're, you're getting uh, extra points because mm-hmm. we forgot to mention that. We last fudged time. up and yeah. it was a suggestion. <laughs> so points to Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Oh, oh that's, that's why maybe Becky points. Payne really mm. exists. <laughs> I've heard her name before. Her. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Craig has been trolling for Hufflepuff points for a while. So all you puffs out there, please pull up your socks. Help him out. Yep. I By mean, the end of the episode. Does come through in the they end. They yeah. have a whole calendar they year, do. so. They're snacking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The end of the episode, you'll you'll know what <gasps> needs to be done. Oh, we're going to get good. a points update. Yep. Yes, very good. I'm excited. I think Slytherin's doing well, or at least it was. Yep. So they, it's still early. They had nailed it down the first, first two order. months. <laughs> also... Side note, I know that I've said it in this room. I don't think we were recording at the time, but I really want to start a Pinterest board that's Umbridge themed Um, because I've been finding some things that I think would like kind of match her aesthetic and it's like making me laugh a lot because they're not like at all Umbridge related. They're just super pink and like twee. (laughs) So I just want to have like a whole Pinterest board of that. I think that's really good. So it's going to happen. Definitely do it. And now I have to do it. The China plate artist at the market last weekend. We went all separately to a market here in our, our neighborhood and there was a girl that paint or a woman that painted or I don't know how she did it. Did you put dog and to cat get her faces name? on China plates? No, like that's well, a really Potter's great cool. idea. I really like the Dolores Umbridge Pinterest is a is a wonderful idea. really pretty and cute Pinterest board. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like I should heavily feature the queen. Can you have like Oh my lord, that's yes. funny. And corgis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she'd probably love corgis. Uh, Except she liked cats. Just cats. Mm, yeah, just cats. Corgis. She thought dogs were what was it that we well, said? She thought cats were unnecessarily messy or something like that. Oh, that's like why that. she only had photos of them. I'm sure mm. it's most animals she, she thinks She doesn't that like cats. She'd hate dogs. Yeah. For that reason. Unless she's Dogs a dog are messier or... than cats, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they have trash balls. They have trash balls. That they... <laughs> As Ludo, like, 
He's gags on a tennis ball that he's gored. Trash ball. Yeah. Those ears. I feel like this intro has gotten away from us. Yeah. Where are we? Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh my God! Yes. Three out of four of us have seen Black Panther. It took us a very long time, and I, for one, am embarrassed about it. But I'm happy that I saw it, and I'm just so pleased. And now we can go back. Yeah, it was good. And just so pleased. Again and again and again. Again and again and again. And I know there's like a lot of hype around it. Um, but like we were talking about this and all I can say is like it just feels nice. It feels like a classic Marvel movie. Yeah. It felt sincere and interesting and it stands like, alone feminist and stem the heroism. And like all this bit. great business and i'm just so happy it makes yeah. me very excited for what will come next because of it yeah not marvel related but just like i want more stories yeah like, this is a this is a very good thing mm-hmm. and it was like top box office for like it beat out avatar or whatever oh, oh cool. really yeah that's awesome. or maybe tied avatar but like it was like for, avatar yeah for like being top box office oh, how many weeks in a row avatar. yeah right. Not the last Airbender. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, ugh. of course, it'd be that. Yeah, yes. painful. Um, but Black Panther is the opposite of painful. It's a delightful, beautiful romp that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And as I knew it would, but a feast it just for feels the eyes good. and the ears. Yes, and the brain. I would like to say the they deserve the makeup Oscar and the costuming Oscar. They probably won't get it because Marvel movies are always snubbed in these yeah. categories, but. I think it's really, really good, and they deserve it. They did good. Yeah. You know? Maybe it won't get snubbed this time. And that's that. I don't even know if it'll be nominated, but it should. It should. They did good. I nominate it. Uh-huh. I do. We collectively do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Kate, if you want to go see it. Yeah. I do. Always so, do. A willing <laughs> partner right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else is in the news today? I don't know. Is that it? Moving on. Moving on. All right, Craig. How are we meeting ourselves today, young M-E-A-T? Is it still M-E-A-T or is it M-E-E-T? I just want to know for the record. Or M-A-T-E. We're mating ourselves. Mate your messers. If we ever go to Australia, we'll do a traveling show and it'll be mate your messers. Yeah. Wouldn't it be meet your mates? That's no, better. well, that makes more sense, Craig. <laughs> Fuck. Shut up, Craig. I think that's what my brain is. Yeah, shut up, Craig. Mate to your messers. You mean meet your mates? Shut no. up. <laughs> okay. Tell us meet more. your messers. Uh, this comes from Christopher the Ravenclaw. Yay. Oh, he also did a drawing. Yes, we're going to post it. It's, it's amazing. Great. From last I episode. Uh Voldemort playing cards with Dementors. Yes, it's great. It's so Thank good. It's great. So like excited. really, really good. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you got some extra points for that too. Way to go! Uh, his question is: What go. Muggle Studies style class would you teach at Hogwarts? So this is: What are you teaching magical children that's happening in the Muggle world? Oh, I have a really good idea. So, but it has to be a Muggle topic or a class. It doesn't necessarily exists. have to be a class, like something that you want to teach magical kids that muggles know. So maybe like it's like a module in like muggle studies, like, yeah. oh, these weeks we're learning about blank. And then this week you're learning about how blank. to do like, your how taxes. Or how you're like 
semester is planned out like what like Laura two week bit really wants to go she's got her hermione like jazz hands <laughs> I in know, the air i know exactly what i do say i would make the Muggleborns and the regular wizard children they would like sort of split up and do that thing where you um you meet someone from a different like country or like culture and basically all you do is you talk about your differences of your in your childhood except it would be done in like kind of a Maybe not teams, because I feel like that would sort of uh, further divide the students. But basically, it'd be like that thing where you make um, everyone pick a topic and they have to like present on it. And then they essentially teach the class themselves while also learning about that one thing. So maybe I'd like pair up a, a Muggleborn with a pureblood and like make them like do the project together. But essentially, it'd be like, lazy teacher, I'm out. <laughs> and then just make them all talk <laughs> to each other. But it'd be great, because then they could be like, well, I didn't use to port key anywhere, but I did take the bus, and I can tell you about airplanes. And then they'd learn that way. Hmm. It'd be great. That would be nice. I mean, I don't think many Muggleborns, except for Hermione, would choose to do Muggle studies. Yeah. But, like, it would be cool to, like, enlist them. Like, yeah. hey, are you a Muggleborn? Like a reading buddy. Would you like to, like, <laughs> maybe for extra credit, like, they could... Yeah, like yeah, if their history like of magic or grade was <laughs> like sort of slumping, they could uh, make it up with a Muggle Studies credit. That would be nice. Yeah. It's a fun way to like relate to each other, but also like really learn about your differences at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, really underlying the similarities. Being like, we all have, you know, families and we do stuff. The end. Let's I mean, get along. <laughs> let's get along. <laughs> um, I think that... What I would like to do for a muggle study teaching thing would be like teaching something like critical thinking or media studies or like metacognition, like anything that's in that kind of realm would be really cool. It's like an interest of mine, the hobby, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like there's not a lot of like practical classes in Hogwarts that are not magic based. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I really uh, enjoy that, and I think that it would it would behoove magical people to be able to like understand that a little bit better because they might be like, oh, maybe the Daily Prophet has an agenda, and I don't have to believe everything they say about Harry Potter, hmm. and it's just good. Like I took a media studies class in high school, and I really really enjoyed it, and um, I don't have a lot to offer wizards. Um, magic is fun, but I can teach them to like be skeptical of things that they think hmm. because brains are brains, even if they're wizard brains, they're not immune to bullshit. Mm-hmm. We all hmm. have bullshit embedded in mm-hmm. our brains. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And they only have one fake news, not multiple fake news. Exactly. One and a half outlets, if you count the quibbler. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, a, that's an alternative thinking magazine. It is, yeah. yeah, it's definitely. If ever there was one. And I mean, that's another can of worms. It's like it's like one extreme to the other. Yeah, Fox and the Onion. Yeah, it is. It's Fox and the Onion. That's really good. <laughs> it's true. Oh, that's really funny. Kate or Craig? I had one, but I can't remember I can what go. it was. I, so I have my backup. When I first heard the question, I thought I understood it as like a class that we had as kids. Like you oh, have to take I that see. class. Like a, like a history. or yeah. Well, I mean, it can be. Like I said, I, I took media studies. Yeah, so. true, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is not my answer. I, I 
after <laughs> listening to Laura, I was like, I'm going to go Kate has five yeah. answers. I got go on. But immediately I was like, Jim, because it's useless. Jim. Jim class. No, they have to be physical and practical sometimes. You're not always going to have your wand. Exactly. Mm. Anyways, uh, but on that note, um, I've bounced, I have five answers, but I'll just pick one. It's okay. You can say I, I was making fun, but I don't. I don't true. I do like five them. answers. They just <laughs> learn more about you than the rest of us. Yeah. So if you're all right with that, um, I think I would choose like for younger. What's the actual law where you're not allowed to use magic until um, a certain age? Like it's got a name, doesn't it? Well, it's like the underage. Yeah, underage yeah. Wizards. It's like no. this <laughs> restriction on. Underage, underage magic right. or something like that. Right. Magic. I would yeah. teach underage wizards and maybe people that struggle with magic, like hand me down wands, like Ron, <laughs> um, or actual health skills like first aid and oh, yeah, CPR. That's good. Yeah, and yeah, CPR would be a good one. You're far away. <laughs> Katie said that's a great idea. <laughs> Katie says that's a great. As she opens, she's the distracting door. Ludo <laughs> with food. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would teach underage, underage wizards, like, practical things that they would need to stay alive and keep their friends alive, because you never know with magic. How to light a fire shits. without a wand. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And then one more, I also thought, like, feminism, like, get a bunch of witches together, because I don't think they have, like, any yeah. teaching or anything about, like, women politics or feminism within wizard the wizarding world, or, like, yeah. equality even, I or think- LGBTQ rights. I think Activism? I don't know. At least yeah, for the feminine good. side, there there is like a little built in from JK that there isn't as much as a divide. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, like magic is a, a bit of an equalizer. It is. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You can be a really good wizard or witch or you can be a mediocre yeah. one. Yeah. And there's not a lot of like, oh, you can't do that because you're a girl. It's true. That is true. Like sentiment in the book even from a villain yeah and like it's like even when we hear about aurors there was never like well women aren't aurors yeah Mm -hmm. or quidditch players or like that's true good at school or whatever and they weren't weren't genderizing the roles within like dumbledore's army and stuff like that either no yeah i mean we do see the the whole world through like a straight white maybe white portrayed in the movie as well uh male protagonist yeah. Type thing. But at the same time, like, it doesn't feel that. I mean, uh, as we said before, like, the world of Hogwarts isn't very inclusive. We don't see a lot of diversity mm-hmm. in sexuality or in race, really, as much as we would like. But, um, you know, it's a very small community when you think about it. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to have, it's I'll harder stick- to show diversity yes. when it's like a smaller group. I think oh, the focus yeah. was a little bit more on the good versus evil as well exactly. yeah, to, than is. getting into the minutia of society. Which I think is I really think... interesting because that's kind of where people are trying to not push the world to go, but like just specifically with the March for Our Lives, it was like, it doesn't matter if you're who you vote for or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what's, are you good or are you bad? Yeah. Do you stand for keeping kids alive? Do you stand for not? And that's like, they, they brought it right down in the speeches that I was listening to here in Toronto, at least, and some of the ones I, I did watch the live stream after I got home from the march, but it was like, it doesn't matter who you vote for, you're allowed to vote for who you want to vote for, yeah. but around this specifically, you know, we you're on one or this, yeah. you're on this side or that side, yeah. which is a little black and white, I understand, but yeah, well, it's it's some things that, are. Like, yeah. Especially in America, when the where the bipartisan is so, so stark, mm-hmm. it's like either you're this or you're that, mm-hmm. um, like, it's really good of them to like distance themselves from the parties and be yeah. like, it's not a party issue. 
it's a it's a different issue yeah. Yeah. and like not not necessarily like i mean i certainly support gun control and, yes. and and everything like that but at the same time like i don't want to call anybody a bad person if yeah. they don't agree with it yeah or if they like, it's not good like or guns. bad it's like if you're more emotionally attached to the issues you're really you're very hard to change opinions yes and that's mm-hmm. just human nature it is so like i don't think they're bad people but i just you know i have my opinion and i'm proud of the people who support mm-hmm. that and i think that kids should be alive see mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah anyways that you was know. a tangent underage children cpr first aid how to light a fire and activism and yeah. activism <laughs> it's pretty Perfect. much me in a bottle it's true though like how to light a fire like i was thinking about like camping they're not very good at camping in a lot of the seventh book is camping mm-hmm. and like yeah if hermione Harry's wasn't never there. gone camping yeah. hermione like knows what she's read in books i don't yeah. know if she's ever gone camping also if you have friends like the neville Dean? and ron and seamus I almost feel like they should be taught how to put out a fire. Yeah. <laughs> There's constantly fucking Especially shit blowing shit. up around these yeah. underage kids. Like, don't throw water at an oil fire. Right? Like, yeah, just wizards shit should like maybe that. know that. Yeah. Like, basic human logic <laughs> that yeah. you should know when you're trying to yeah. be a human in the world. Yeah. So I guess physics. Would be physics yeah. would be yeah. maybe good. Chemistry. Just like well, even organic chem. Or like, I mean, they do learn astronomy, but they don't really talk about. I feel it like it's more scientific. for horoscopes than anything. It is more yeah. for like science. Yeah, it's like astrology versus astronomy. Yeah, mm. like I mean, that's you know Trelawney versus Sinestra. Mm. Craig. Um. Yeah, Craig, Craig hasn't gone yet. Go. <laughs> I feel like I had a really good one for this, but I can't remember, so I'm just gonna say sex ed. No. Um, hey man, that's you're huge. not wrong though. You're not. They don't wrong. know anything about reproductive knowledge. Sets. There's they not even don't magical teaching about it. The yeah, you... they came is that like dancing class, which <laughs> true. is true. McGonagall. That's true. <laughs> you'd you'd need to Her know like the magical dust. side. How you vertically dance? Because <laughs> like if you're gonna teach them the Muggle side, then you gotta say like, okay, but we can do it better than this, right? Right? <laughs> they used to use goat intestines. <laughs> oh my God. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do I mean, what Muggle, Muggle don't do does. <laughs> Muggle shouldn't do that anymore either. <laughs> not really. But have in a pinch. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but I, I also thought of like... That's a great one. Like mm-hmm. just... Yeah, it is really good. Um, basic science. Like when we had science, it was always like just the core ideas and like you learn how to blow something up. <laughs> just out of a couple chemicals or you just do these like little science experiments that teach you the the ways of the world in a more like primordial sense and it would be just like a wand no wands class so it's kind of similar to yours kate where it's like learning how to start a fire in a practical way but yeah. this is more like okay what goes into making a fire yeah. is it the same properties as what we call fire in the magical world yeah. or something like that does magic change that yeah that's really cool because i also think that especially like a potions master would benefit from learning about yeah. molecules and atoms and like how water breaks down into the different yeah. elements and stuff right like that could really aid them in potions yeah in brewing hmm. shall i say Brews. making a nice cold brew making a nice drafty <laughs> cold brew uh, is that a good enough segue to go into our topic? It's perfect. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, millennial wizards and uh, just sort of like how, I guess, wizard 
culture may be changed um, in the 21st century. Yeah, it's been a long time since the books came out. Yeah, like those were 90s teenagers. On the like tail end of our generation. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Maybe it all skipped a generation because of that whole mishap at the, the ministry. That's our excuse for not having gone. Yes, all, all the letters to Muggleborns were during the war. I mean, I yeah. mean that really only sort of works for England, but we can pretend. Yeah, <laughs> we're a part <laughs> of the crown. Was a part of that war, right? So, in general, do we think the millennial tag or like that kind of like perceived lifestyle would carry over to the magical world? I do. I think just I absolutely think so. Through Muggleborns, it sort of has to because like. I think that a lot of the maybe reticence of like Muggleborns to be like, this is Muggle culture in wizardry is like, they feel kind of like, oh, it's not cool. That wizarding is cool. Yeah. Muggle stuff isn't cool. But like nowadays. Yeah. Once yeah. we have yeah. a the internet. fucking cool life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like this is neat. I think it's, it's worth sharing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, it's such a big leap uh, technology wise. From like, like it's ex- yeah. exponential. So technology is just getting more and more crazy. It would have to like seep into wizard culture and be mm. like, what are those muggles up to? So do you think Hogwarts has kept that ban on technology, if it is a ban or what it, whatever it is, just as like a teacher protest of like, put your cell phones <laughs> away in, in class. <laughs> like the technology still idea. doesn't work at Hogwarts <laughs> because of this. So they all sneak out or they try and get to Hogsmeade as much as possible. That's just funny. Post on Wi-Fi their and social, Yeah, their social media. Uh. Do they even need Wi-Fi? <laughs> they all well, go to the Forbidden Forest because yeah. like it's... So they can get on your Instagram and... Yeah. Hagrid's hut Wi-Fi. Hagrid feels like the hog's head isn't competing well with the the three broomsticks, so he gets Wi-Fi, and then suddenly everyone goes to his barn (laughs) instead. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Or there's no check-in. People just, like, post up, like, all day with their laptops, like, hey, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I claim this table for four for one. Yeah. (laughs) There with their parchments and their quills, (laughs) writing their novels. The great wizard novel. No, screenplay, of course. Yeah. Yeah, for the... Hogwarts acting class that exists now because it was in such oh, demand. Sure. Oh, um, I have a funny neighbor story that's kind of Harry Potter related from last night. Um, I got home from work and I heard, uh, I guess they just got a Google Home. Okay. So I heard them doing uh, verbal spells to play oh, really? music. <laughs> oh, in, in just that they were I like, Google, please mean. play blah. <laughs> I, I didn't catch who the artist was. But then uh, later that night when I was going to bed, I was awoken by the sound of the fifth movie playing. So I'm like, they're good people. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Can you try Shout and yell through the vents? Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. You guys Maniacally can laugh. I doubt an AI can hear me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I feel have like you, you have to yell at it. Have you heard the laughing? It's not no, Google Home. It's, it's the other Alexa. one. Yeah. I watched the YouTube videos that, or the little like stories that people are putting out. And it's like, Ha 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 ha! It's not even like a. Oh, that's horrible! It's so creepy. It's like a child in a no horror movie. Thank you. So if you don't know, some Alexa units are just randomly laughing, and it's a bug, and I think they're working on it. I would assume. I think so. Yeah. And it's very. It's only funny because I don't have one in my house to scare me. I technically have one in. In the bottom of my house. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. You should just start yelling at it as you walk by. Yeah. Um, but yes, there's no way with where social media has gone and how big it is and how 
I mean, a generation spans a large group of people, or like many, and many years. But millennial like, is like late seventies to it's mid nineties. It's not specific. I looked it up. Yeah, it's it, a, a whole bunch of different people think it's a different thing, and they're like, mm-hmm. not until the generation grows up, they then decide what the generation was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think um, the early '80s ones have now deemed themselves Zennials because they're not quite Generation X, but they don't relate to Millennials either. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, we're Zennials. Yeah, I think we're on the edge of that. Yeah, we're yeah on the edge of that, and Millennials. Have, yeah, you know, we've got we grew up with technology, but it started at a certain point. We're definitely millennials. Yeah, yeah 100%. But yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. me too. We're in, the, yeah. we're in that crowd. But we're also not to the other end of the spectrum wherever millennials going to end where mm-hmm. they're like... They haven't really come ins- up with a name for it. We know yeah, or in Gen like, like, Z or something. Yeah. But yeah. before Gen Z, like the younger part of millennial generation that is really into like everything. Snapchat, musically. I don't yeah. even know them to list them and have all the crazy... Gizmo gadgets. The beep, the beep boops and the bop bops. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'm trying that, to make it work. You make us sound fucking Amish. <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast. <laughs> like, we're not that bad. Come I mean, on. social media. I'm just talking social right. media. I'm yeah. not talking actual devices, like the uh, hardware. And the beep boops and the bop bops. <laughs> I can't even list the, the things they have. Like, musically. I can't wrap my head around musically, and it's like all the craze right now or whatever. Never or heard was. of it. Yeah. Oh, See? I thought you were saying you know like I mean? musically, like no, it's like a new Snapchat, oh, but you do see, it with music, and it's like people are going exploding over it. the The millennials out there, back me up. This is a massive thing. See, see we're like, all older millennials. I feel like that's more like a Gen Z thing. Like, yeah, that has to be like like teenagers and in, in stuff like that. Maybe or, I don't know. We're do spearheading know. that business. But either Correct way. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. It's super yeah. old. That's probably right? we're probably gonna have our most emails ever. About this <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, no, our listener base is like more. they they probably know way more about this than <laughs> well, I. Well, they for sure yeah. do. Yeah. But yeah. social media has grown. My point is big enough that there's no way it could not permeate the wizarding teenagers. I, or I do agree, but there is the kind of. Um, like Hogwarts never changes mentality. That's why you like still can't they use have technology torches <laughs> and yeah, all that true. kind of medieval yeah. stylings, and that could just be kind of like a. It's part of the ambiance. Yeah. Whereas kids at home, like even in magical families, um, like pure blood, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe their kids get a cell phone or something yeah. so they can talk to their friends or something. Yeah. I think that would definitely permeate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just so fucking handy, right? Yeah. Well. Cheaper Sorry. than getting a new owl. Than an owl. Back in time, <laughs> I guess. Does Hogwarts even have a card catalog? No, I have no idea how the fucking library works. Magic. Does it have any sort of like... <laughs> I mean, I guess there's always Accio, so as long as the librarian's there. Guys, I want a whole topic on libraries and books because yeah. it blows I get, my like, mind. A librarian I have so many questions. <laughs> in Because like, library studies like just My cousin's a, a librarian. Bring her in. But yeah, it, it baffles my mind yeah. how that system works. I would like to go into it. And like additions? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyways, again, what? I have a list of questions. Yeah. The only reason I, I asked that because I was like, I guess like there's there's always going to be a culture shock going mm-hmm. to Hogwarts while mm-hmm. like living in the muggle world originally. But, like, yeah, if they don't even have a card catalog yet, I don't know what like, hope there is for them to embrace any sort of future technology, because that's, like, a pretty basic organizational system. Yeah, I don't know. They might like, not have one it's a weird thing to base it off of. 
it's the first thing that popped into my head. I'm just but like, yeah. to be honest, like if I was a muggle child, muggle born child going to Hogwarts, which, you are. Mm-hmm. which I would be, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and there's not even like a search function. Like you can't, what do you do? Yeah. It would well, feel what very did we do before we had internet? Well, we had a card catalog. I guess. Mm-hmm. Or I was a librarian. Able to do that. And like, that was basically it. Yeah. But when I was in university, we had like, you could go to the library.com and search where you needed to go and find yeah. the book. Which wing of the library yeah, exactly. is Exactly. At least like figure out where, what book you need to get. Like if you it would was read available the book, it, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. like all online, but. Yeah, it's always Jesus. the worst if you to get find. to where it's supposed to be and then you can't find it and then you have to go and ask someone like you're looking for like a address in your size or something and then the librarian's like oh it's been checked out like we've we've saved all that time now mm-hmm. just by like having that information accessible to everyone mm-hmm. so and it's like yeah. it, it would be very frustrating to just be like oh well that's the dragon section and you have to read all of the <laughs> books on dragons before you find the book on dragons that would make any sense to you oh, fuck. yeah like their nicholas <laughs> flamel search would have gone so Super much faster frustrating <laughs> Like when Harry's trying to find that under like an underwater breathing spell in the fourth book and he's like, I don't fucking know. And he's like looking through all of these spell books and he's trying to find like anything that would help him breathe underwater. He can't fucking find it because which goes back to my point. He's kind of (laughs) dumb. But is he like, how would you have done it? Ask someone. You don't have to say what it's for. Yeah, I guess I guess with the he's not a good actor. It was a little bit of a. Don't ask, don't tell situation. <laughs> like, figure it out on your own. Yeah. 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 They'll report you for cheating. All right. Back well, to millennials. Let, let's assume that millennial culture has infected uh, <laughs> the wizard world. Rude. Well, that's what I mean. What are some of the bad things that older generations think about millennials that you think would come over to the wizarding world? Well, we have a very short attention span. And that yeah. is like... yes. That's a thing that has been proven. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's not, I'm not saying it's because like we're lazy or distracted. Like we grew up. With we were, too much. We were taught to expect things very yeah. quickly. And like even just like cuts in film or in television or it whatever. Changes, or like yeah. any sort of entertainment. It has to be like very immediate. Yeah. Well, what was it? Like when we were in high school, it was 20 seconds of a YouTube video to capture your audience. And then by the time Vine got out, it's now six, it's four seconds it's now. It's four seconds now. Yeah. So it went well, from tw- just in only... from high school till now, which yeah. is not yeah. even that long. We made for two us. Two second ads. From 20 work. seconds to four seconds. Like it's yeah. insane. Yeah. They're called bumpers. Bumpers. How oh, interesting. Well, and just the amount of information we've been blasted with, mm-hmm. it it's like going to hogwarts would kind of seem like you're going like camping <laughs> yeah like when you turn your phone on do not disturb and you're like oh finally yeah. I can breathe yeah. and, and then like you just play mode. a game on yeah. your phone well, anyway yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna say it Uh-oh. they probably eat a whole lot of avocado toast <laughs> at hogwarts and still can afford homes for their children <laughs> oh they get to have their Listen cake that, and eat it too exactly their avocado supposedly cake. if we eat avocados <laughs> we can't afford a house ever why because yeah. we're spending too much money on brunch <laughs> <laughs> and and craft beer yeah. brunch and craft beer right and burritos and tacos and millennials love food We've done good things to food. Yeah. Did the food get better at Hogwarts because of millennials? Oh my Ooh. God. Brussels sprouts well, got edible. Brunch yeah. might. <laughs> they did. Happen. Finally. Yeah, because it was cooked bacon. with bacon. <laughs> and a whole yeah. bunch of butter. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. And that's the way that they always and should have been syrup. done. They yeah. should have been done that way. And house elves know that. They know well, it's it now. their little bit of revenge. Because we've showed them a tasty video and they're like, oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> if it was just a tasty video stream into the house elves, into the kitchens, and they're like, ooh, let's try that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Is I like, it like that. the three meals <laughs> a day in the dining room from the house elves, but on your way in between classes, there's like food trucks or little carts you can get snacks at. <laughs> like Mexican street food or taco truck. street meat. <laughs> yeah. Can you get this now when you go to the I love that <laughs> idea. <laughs> we invented food trucks. Not invented, but come on. We made them big. Oh, man. That's amazing. <laughs> You're going out to the Quidditch pitch, you like walk through yes. a line of like, and there's like a craft. Oh my God, uh, Quidditch pitch food. That's Quidditch amazing. Food. Yeah. Right? That no, would make me want to watch Quidditch. That, right? I mean, I would watch Quidditch. I'm not. Yeah. And there's a butterbeer tent. Like yeah. a beer tent. Oh well, my gosh. The, yeah, yeah, for, be, adult yeah. for adult Quidditch. At Hogwarts, yeah. it'd be a, a little tough, but. Yeah. Like a little, uh, a little flying bicycle. Yeah. Like a Dickie D that has like butterbeer ice cream and stuff like that. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's snapping yes. pictures with their butterbeer ice cream that's like piled. Like higher than muggle ice cream like yeah. it's got magic to keep the ice cream up and like it's all like the, the stuff on it that it's like yeah. it shouldn't be up but it is yeah. or yeah. it's like the it's decorated the with so many art in the stuff. foam of a latte yes. but it's like yeah like a 3d shape or something oh my god what huh. millennial wizards oh my god, could you do could... with food yeah. <laughs> yeah, the with ice lattes, cream would entertain you, you. <laughs> it would be great it what would entertain you the ice cream would just entertain you yes. like that's how you would entertain a child at like a boring thing you're like oh i'm gonna get you a fun little like street food thing and it would like do something magical and then they could also eat it like That's amazing yeah. imagine, wizards make everything better they do like imagine how like it or would like, elevate ice cream like i feel like we're just gonna talk about muggle or uh, yeah. wizard food for a while so yeah. well, i'm sorry okay, i'm gonna change it up again do you good. think they would go out to the lawn by the lake and like hang out all day like and like Trinity some Bellets? people would be practicing wizarding circus off in a corner and there'd be like a drum <laughs> circle off in another corner this is trinity bellwoods parks in the summer and there's yep. a dog bowl i just want dogs to be there <laughs> do you think like there'd be like hanging out in parks and practicing circus i mean they sort of circus do that, do that. Yeah, once yeah. the weather gets that. good that's just yeah. like a human thing because they're that's shutting true. this like dark dank castle for most of the year and well it's beautiful like they talk endlessly about how drafty and cold it is yeah Yeah, and like when it first becomes warm they're like we can go outside again like how we feel right now yeah Yeah. you know it's rainy and shitty it's like the northern hemisphere is like as soon as the season (laughs) changes you're like embrace i was trying to i was trying to work in slack line and hula hooping yeah that's what i was trying to work in there not the going outside the wizarding circus in the park (laughs) slack lining near the whomping willow that's what i mean added danger class outdoor wizard yoga i think that's a little extension of like hippie and hipster yeah maybe transcends generations does it well hippie does but hipster i think is specifically or started millennials but i think it it came from hippie hipster is a word that caught on and it's just become a very lazy way of describing anything the cool yeah. That's all it is. It's well, lost a lot, yeah, a lot a of them get mixed too. Like cool. a lot it's of people like, think millennial and hipster are the same thing. They're, they're not. not. Yeah, yeah, it's true. No, because millennial is when you were born and yeah. hipster is yeah. what you like. Yes, yeah. very true. It's very different. Yes. But once but, once hipster became like the cool look and things mm-hmm. and everything caught on with that, it became its own sort of Yeah. I think niche. like when yeah. people say hipster, it means like fads that are taken to extreme. Mm-hmm. Like that's sort of what that means maybe i don't know 
Because, like, I know I like a lot of things that are definitely hipster. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, it's in that category. whatever. I don't yeah. care. Like, this is the thing. Like, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And not caring is what makes me cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a hipster thing. Yeah. yeah. Not caring is a hipster thing. Like, Mom. <laughs> okay, so I was... Um, that is so lame. I was telling... Well, Katie and Craig, before Laura got here today, that I read... We talked a lot We talked you. a lot. Very All about good. you. <laughs> Get it out of your Craig system. I don't care. <laughs> um, we have a... Is it a magazine, even though it's on newspaper? I don't know. Now, there are newspapers oh, still? It depends. Now magazine. Yeah, sure. Whatever. People... Well, Toronto... It just Toronto means they don't want to spend about. money on yeah. anyone else. Yes. Well, it's no. a magazine. Yeah. So it's in Toronto, free, it's a we have a magazine. free magazine that's printed on newspaper called Now Magazine. It's really wicked. I like it. Uh, but this month's article was about, um, I mean, I'm going to speak for Canada because I don't really know much about this specific thing outside of Canada, but uh, how the millennials have really made the fostering and rescuing of animals or pets, I should say, specifically pets, a movement. It's now bigger more cool or the numbers are much larger than they used to be of rescuing a pet versus going to a breeder and adopting versus buying or however that works um and they attribute that to millennials so it doesn't have to be specifically about pets but do you think that there's a movement because like every generation has started a movement of their time but there are quite a few that have started and been spawned in the millennial generation do you think there's anything that would translate to wizarding world or do you think the wizarding millennials might have started something like i was thinking specifically on my way here about protesting like protesting has been around for the ages it is not a millennial specific thing we know that but um some of the issues we are protesting today have a different spin on them and you know especially around lgbtq rights specifically well it's different I was battles thinking, you're fighting it's yeah. different battles like, protests as you but said I wonder, they've always been around they've always been around there's just different battles that we're fighting exactly now. and so i'm wondering i was thinking on my way here like would protesting even be a thing in the wizarding world like specifically around voldemort an evil figure because he could just kill, like his thing was to murder people. So like, would they even protest? Cause he'd just show up and be like, zap, you're gone. Goodbye. Well, There's that no was the issue. Like no. people were afraid to talk and they had to kind of create this force to take him down before they could just say, yeah. you know what? I don't like what you're doing. Cause mm-hmm. that's exactly what he would do. Well, the mm-hmm. whole series is full of protests though. Like Dumbledore's yeah. army is a protest. Yeah. Hermione spew is a, yeah, Hermione for sure. Do you think it'd be more Hermione vocal now? You. Yeah. Do you think it would be more vocal? It depends on well, if they needed to be. Like this is the thing. It is a it is a very small community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's not many people that you can yeah, in fact reach with this. Um I think that it definitely around like inclusion and diversity mm-hmm. and and just being more inclusive would be a big push in Hogwarts, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about that before. Like, we hope that Hogwarts would be more inclusive uh, nowadays than it was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually just having a conversation last night with um, James, who was on our uh, episode. Uh, which one? Mm, I forget. One, one of them. them. One of the episodes. One of the ones before this one. James. <laughs> Brother of Ed. Um, but yeah, he was talking about like counterculture in, in the mm-hmm. wizarding world. And I was sort of like, with any culture, it's sort of like a gravity situation. Like you need enough people mm-hmm. to be able to form something real. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's enough people on the fringes of society that would usually create a counterculture. Very to well, create a counterculture in... Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but that's not a choice. That's not really... 
I don't know. Like counterculture, when I think of it, it's like ideology. True, yeah. Well, it, Werewolf it's is not like, necessarily it's, They're numbers. ostracized because of, you know. But you could be a Lupin or you could be uh, the other guy. This is very true. You but know? Like, yeah. You don't like, you're not stuck in a way. But yeah. I'm just, yeah. It's, it what, is difficult. What you're saying about numbers, though, it's more to do with percentage. If a certain percentage of the total population is the counterculture, that well, percentage needs true. to rise before it can be, become a movement. And with the fact that millennials are the largest group of people on earth now. Yeah. That's what I read today, apparently. Uh, we win it over would, baby it would nef- It what? would inevitably... We what? We win. <laughs> well, yeah. it makes sense. What? Yeah, man. Baby boomers have all their little baby booms. And then Funny. the new baby booms <laughs> baby boom don't want to have babies. We should be renamed as the baby booms. <laughs> yeah. Baby booms. Baby go boom. Baby, baby go, go boom. boom. We don't want to have kids. Oh so that generation is going to be lower than us, no. probably. Yeah. But we're going to be the biggest, the last big, hopefully, until we are spacefaring. We are but, the last big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. But like that that in itself means <laughs> that there'd be a boom of wizarding children millennial yeah, age. You're right. Probably. You're right. So the counterculture could happen if enough kids are affected by what they consider to true. be counter I, I'm not to saying regular it's culture. Like, it's impossible. It's just sort of like when you think about how small the wizarding community is, it's really hard to get like a big movement. Like even when you think of like how small Dumbledore's army was inside yeah. Hogwarts, that was like maybe twenty people. Yeah. Like that's it was a powerful in a movement. And it was a couple important. hundred. Like it's yeah. Not even, yeah. But it was like that was a small movement, and that's not to say that it's not worth it or it doesn't mm-hmm. make change. But it's just sort of like that's not a huge part of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's very because I read how many were involved in the Potter Stinks movement. Oh yeah. I don't that's know. what I want to know. Anyway. Because I read like a good fifty-fifty. It seemed probably like a fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who was Time Magazine or National Geographic. They did a about a year and a half ago, I th- maybe they had re- did a whole issue on millennials, and I remember reading that the millennial generation is the one where the majority of people are standing up for something. So, like, yes, mm, in the '60s yeah. we had movement for environmentalism, we had movement for love, we had anti-war movement. Civil but rights. the actual civil yeah. rights, we had the actual numbers turning up for those were less than the numbers that are turning up now. They did say we don't know if that's going to make a difference or if millennials are all talk, no action. Yeah. So we post about it, but do, do we actually do something about it? They left I that open ended in the article. That- we are doing something but yeah recently hopefully yeah. well and there's and it, power in numbers mm-hmm. and i think one of the the bigger advantages that we have is that we're a lot more connected now yeah, yeah. it's so easy to share a thing and be like hey did you hear about this instead of like having to rely on word of mouth or putting up posters and things like that like there's so many ways to reach people now that it's no wonder that messages are getting spread so much mm-hmm. faster it's true like our because the thing is like we have become a global community yeah mm-hmm. and maybe in the wizarding world they have also been able to be a global community like we have like mm-hmm. if they have been able to i don't know harness muggle technology or like even just create their own that mm-hmm. works better than what yeah. they have right now which is 
owls and, and fire. Yeah, maybe learning <laughs> that fire flew. and like Patronuses, which most people can't conjure. Yeah, yeah. great system. Like, yeah, it's not gonna work out. Yeah. It's like the original cell phones. Only yeah. a few people had them. Whoa. Maybe yeah. they have more school exchanges other than like yeah. big tournaments and that are death and glory based. Death <laughs> and glory based. That's yeah. the only one I want to be involved in. Yeah. But yeah, like if they have a global community, then the wizarding counterculture would definitely be like stronger and more of a thing and more of like yeah protesting and and everything and like we see cool things about obviously as you said march for our lives that's like a firm gen z movement yes yeah Yeah. it's it's really cool to see like that we're kind of like the in-between i think unfortunately a lot of things are going to be the z movement or zed as it's pronounced up here i am so Uh, sorry (laughs) (laughs) but because millennials are sympathetic more so than ever before in our history, the numbers mm-hmm. suggest that millennials are more sympathetic to causes like that. We have the numbers to back them up mm-hmm. when the time comes if we can't do it now. Well, just like March for Our Lives, right? Like it's a it was a movement brought well, on by teenagers for teenagers, age. but yeah. so many adults of all generations mm-hmm. came out for it. Yeah, you know, and, and like their children, their and children, like stuff yeah. like that. Like it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, back uh, to the jokes. I think we got sidetracked. We do you dead? I have one more, sorry. Yep. Back to the jokes. Do you think they would take butterbeer and make draft versions of butterbeer, or is it too good and they wouldn't touch it? It, are, sure, it already comes sure. from a draft. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. already draft. I mean, like, not, no, sorry, no, not no, draft, no, craft. Like, craft. Craft. I say craft, okay. I said draft. Craft butterbeer. Yeah. It's yeah. already craft, though. <laughs> no, but, like, Small batch. People take it elsewhere and try and make their own version no, no, of no, it. No, no, but and, there would definitely be, like, like, Oh, this is like lavender butter. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hibiscus butter yeah, beer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, they had flour. regular goat beer, beer. <laughs> Goat butter beer. What? Yeah. what? Everything's goat cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they got flavors to it. Totally. Some, that someone's off the starting counter, it's goat. <laughs> a craft beer label. Yeah. I and mean, um, Aberforth would like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he likes goats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, this beer um, has a nice goat That would head. be his, like, um, self-reinvention. Like, He'd be like, I yeah. see you three broomsticks with your butter He's beer. Well, I'm going to have it. goat butter beer. Yeah. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. It's different. I also and have then Wi-Fi. the FDA shows up. <laughs> the Wi-Fi name is Goat. I like Goat. Aberforth is for sure, like, just, like, seizing on the millennial trend. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I bet he'd have a ponytail. And skinny jeans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that hipster or millennial? <laughs> see, I'm mixing the two again. Skinny jeans, ripped skinny jeans. Yeah, this is so funny. As a millennial and um, as a coffee lover, I would also love to see what Wizarding World does with coffee. Just think of the machine that it would come out of, because ours looks stupidly complicated yes, already, but theirs would have like it looks steampunk, almost like a Dr. Seuss machine. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. I'm also curious if they even like really touch on coffee culture, because obviously, like the the Wizarding World that we're most familiar with is British. Mm. So it's tea. tea, mostly tea. It is mm. all tea. They never talk about. Do they <gasps> ever talk? About we're going to France. Oh, I think. Um, I think True. Mr. Dursley has a coffee. Oh, in so the, the evil one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That evil coffee. Well, you know them psychopaths. They like their black coffee and the gin. That's me. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I don't like black coffee, but I like gin. it's not true. There is a very, very loose study based on uh, the enjoyment of bitter tastes and... Being a psychopath, just like yeah. avocados, not and, and it's can't it's one of those things like yeah. oh if you if you do like like these things, you're more likely to be a psychopath, yeah. and it's like okay, so 
How likely am I at base yeah. level? Oh, it's like 1%. How likely am, am I if I like these tastes? 1.5. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. well, I it like more. I like black coffee. I like gin and tonics. I cry whenever I see a puppy. Oh, I oh. think I'm okay. Um, um, okay, um, I, I got one. Mm-hmm. Millennials are, we're constantly being told that we're ruining certain businesses. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. Marriage, diamonds. The business uh, of marriage. Yeah. Well, oh, you don't yeah. think it's a business? No, it is. It is. Uh, and uh, like is big box one. stores yeah. and um, what was another funny one? Restaurants chains, on King. Chains too. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Chains was another one. Uh, what do you think would be possibly at risk in the wizarding world from millennial lack of attention? Well, it's difficult because it's like boutique stores, but maybe like something like the Daily Profit really wouldn't have much yeah. of a subscription Oh, yeah, anymore. millennials would love the Quibbler. Yeah, they would love the Quibbler, and they probably wouldn't want to read a newspaper because the newspaper industry is just like dead. But it might yeah. be one of those things where, you know, the wizarding community is more archaic, so they still True. enjoy the... Yeah. But I, I don't think, the think thing like with Muggle it is Warns they're all like, craft, they're all locals, so like yeah, it's like, hard to be it, like... They're all boutique stores. They're already yeah. hipsters. It's not like... <laughs> Like, Glad Rags Wizard Wear is the only one that's like, London, Paris, Hogsmeade. And it's like, oh, they have three stores? <laughs> yeah. They're not a big super chain. Like, well, no. I'm there going no... to Madame Malkin's because yeah. she's only got that one that we know of. Yeah, there, there's really not, like, a niching down that you can really do that much. Well, what about, like... In the like... wizarding community, which is, like, a lot of the stuff. But maybe... Well, cloaks. I wonder, just to counter that, mm-hmm. we are more conscious of not only what is growing around us and what's potentially toxic and harmful, but the products that we use and the stuff that we use to eliminate it and to take care of that. And like, so I wonder if Hogwarts would have a little bit of a a home flip and be less medievally or not just Hogwarts, but maybe small businesses or small places would be less dingy and drippy and moldy. And I know this is just England and England's known to be this, but this was a drippy and moldy. I'm so sorry. Oh, but she speaks for everyone in this room. <laughs> it's known as to have right. trippy, dingy dungeons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I wonder if those well, would be flipped. I That's think... a very random fact about millennials, but it was a huge research, research project here in Canada. And they found that we're preventative, we're not reactive, basically. So I wonder. I wonder if that would be, be something that they switch in the wizarding world maybe imagine running a i don't know like the wizarding a world is so dangerous a used cauldron shop refurbishing cauldrons yeah used adding robes. bottom thickness <laughs> percy would be happy yeah, yeah. finally the, like a value village of wizarding robes <laughs> well you could already yeah, get maybe like used be, robes yeah, yeah maybe like I, the, I the weasleys the thing... being poor with the yeah, with the wizarding community, like it's already so much smaller. We don't have the mass amount of waste and like mm-hmm. the culture yeah. of uh, convenience that we have in the Muggle world yeah, because true. it's not large enough to have that. It's still like it's quite local. It's quite quaint. It's but quite, a lot of them yeah. live. We didn't we see this in though. the books, but a lot of them worldwide lived in Muggle worlds. Like they were out on the streets. We saw in Fantastic Beasts, she was buying hot dogs from a Muggle hot dog vendor. She was, you know, there is. This is just Hogwarts where we saw them in small communities, Hogmeads and whatnot. And the borough was far, far away and whatever. But like they're living in cities. They are a part of the consumerism yeah. world outside of Hogwarts. Very true. 
I guess like, I don't know if maybe this shaped our, our lives because a lot of millennials did grow up with Harry Potter, but it also seems like Harry Potter is already millennial. Like when you talk yeah. about like things going back to being like archaic, like craft brewery and like super like niche things and like boutique stuff Not and mass like marketed yeah stuff. And, and it is like that archaic it, it makes mm. me think of that like portlandia sketch where they're like it's like the 1890s in portland like everyone makes their own beer and they're artisan butcheries and like that kind of stuff and it's like yeah like no, that that does already sound like the wizarding world yeah so maybe it's, yeah. it's just made for millennials yeah maybe they yeah. get there maybe. And like, i don't know I'm i found home. my people <laughs> yeah like we're i don't know how much millennials would change it they just sort of feel yeah. like i'm I'm finally at oh, home. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's Maybe. Really true. Like, this is guilt-free they, for me. Cool. Yeah. Wizarding into, World would try to change. something else to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be, like, trying to protect it, make it stay the way it is. Yeah. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see, like... <laughs> A millennial version? <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, helicopter parents in Hogwarts. Like, oh, oh man. Well, Lucius, Lucius Melvoy, yeah. 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 It He's is sort of like that. But, like, he also just doesn't really care about his kid yeah he's, he's just like really a helicopter. bully appearances are what yeah. matter yeah. petunia dursley it would be petunia like if dudley well, like went to hogwarts yeah. she would have been like that but she had Don't to like be mean to my digikins he came back from school with the note saying he needs to lose weight and did she even send a note back? Like, I don't even remember. Like, or she had a fight with the the nurse that was trying to tell her that. Like, probably burnt down her house. <laughs> but like, she likes bitter coffee. It's very specific. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what was no. the second thing? Gin. Gin. Gin, Gin and tonics. Yeah. Uh, but like, <laughs> she can't be a helicopter parent all the time. Like, parents can these days where they could just go any day of the week. It's a private yeah, school, so they can't go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is very interesting to think about, like, how Hogwarts would have changed throughout the years. Yeah. Like, obviously, we don't really subscribe to the Cursed Child version of things. No. Nope. So, well, really, Hogwarts hadn't changed at all. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's that's the version that I don't really subscribe to. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know, like, every generation thinks that their generation is making the most change. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, that's like, with... True. With Moore's Law and, like, with how technology has increased so quickly in our lifespan, um, I feel like it has changed. And, and just communication, which is... Yeah, maybe millennials well, would switch from owls to a faster bird. To a faster a bird! Not texting. Like, this is why technology must exist. <laughs> yeah, Texting is so much but, quicker. But the same rules that apply to, like, private schools here, like, would apply to Hogwarts. They kind of keep that older status quo where it's like you're here to learn you're here to yeah, follow rules and, for sure. yeah also like england has a very different culture than us like yeah. maybe ilvermorny would be different than, True. Than i can't how... wait to see more about ilvermorny no! i don't think we will see much in i the don't think so i know we're gonna want more and more three four or five three four or five yeah come on or is it james, james movie children okay. the making of ilvermorny i want it so bad yeah do we have anything else millennial related? I'm all oot. That was oot out stuff. in Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> She's oot and a boot. I don't know, man. Give me my magical cold brews, my avocados, and my unicorn frappuccinos. And I'm pretty good. <laughs> the unicorn frappuccinos. That, that's a good appointment. Enjoy your half-life, life, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> your cursed life. <laughs> I'll never own a house, but man, I'll have delicious oh food. Oh my god, that's our penance. <laughs> what? 
we are the generation that brought out unicorn frappuccinos, and that's why we can't afford homes or yeah. children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our cursed lives, our half lives. They're still a glum, but they're only half as good. That's why we rescue all the dogs. Yeah. They don't live as long can't as children. Can't afford pure bread. <laughs> we get these garbage dogs like Ludo. He is having the best time at this is having a wonderful time. I love his bad posture. His little old man face. So cute. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Tell us what millennial stereotypes you think would carry over to the or if anything we missed. World. Yeah. Like any food topic. <laughs> oh, guys, we just have to it's, talk about food someday. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be the worst. We're going to be so hungry. It's gonna be so we'll hungry. eat first and then yeah. we'll talk about food. Eat first, we'll talk later. Snacks. <laughs> then eat again. Mm. And again and again and again. Or if you're a Gen Z, which I'm sure there's many of you. Most um, of you probably. Most of you probably. probably. Yeah. Let, let me, let us, let me, let me know. Tell Kate <laughs> how you know. feel. Yep. All right. Moving Quizzle. Girl. Quizmaster Laurel. So, Laurel. How fancy. You will know which book. Because we saw you put it back on the shelf. Yes. I actually didn't. I didn't didn't either. Okay, so Craig will know which book. (laughs) Yeah. You guys will know immediately. (laughs) Okay. Um, Name who is there, what's going on, and then either the bonus point will be the chapter name or whoever guesses who all is there. Who's Um, there? What's going on? Yeah, and the bonus. Just chapter. focus on who is there and what's going on. All right, and that'll okay. be it. Cool. Let's gang. It wasn't going to be that oh, simple. No. no, they hadn't gone there. Uh, yeah. passes yeah. when a doorknob rattled and something came shooting out of a classroom in front of them. This it was is why you're laughing. He caught sick to them and get a skirt or delight. Wished ping, pinge. Come on, no, you'll get kicked out. Pinge kickled. <laughs> okay, we're gonna need to hear that again it one more time. Oh my god! I'm gonna try and read the whole page. Oh my god! This is insane. Oh, this I can't is a wait. good idea, Laura. This is really good. Such idea. a good idea. I hate idea, you so Laura. much. But I oh. Gotta admit, okay. If anyone's not following, she's reading the Scots version of Harry Potter. Also, yeah. apologies first of all to our Scottish listeners. Please. Apologies, second of all, to all of our non-Scottish <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Is that a joke you made to yourself in the bedroom? <laughs> Start laughing. <laughs> Everyone else that I can, but we are sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. I've never done a Scottish accent properly. It'll I probably think, be Jamaican at some point. I I'm think so you're sorry. Doing really well. All right. It helps that they're kind of spelt out. It's a little phonetic. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Anyways, let's start over. <clears throat> let's gang. It wasn't going to be that simple. They hadn't again more than a dozen passes when the doorknob rattled and something came shooting out of a classroom in front of them. It was Pinge. He cocked sit of them and gied a skirt a wee, a wee delight. Weesh, Pinge. Come on, no. You get us kicked out. Pinge kickled. Don't at midnight, we firsties. <laughs> smatch it, smatch it, you'll get catch it. Not if you didn't give us away, Pinge, please. <laughs> <laughs> Totally know. Oh my god, I totally know. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna minute. write it down. What uh, was it? Who's there? Name who you think is there. 
And what are they doing? Um, I'll go. Okay. Go ahead. Book one. That wasn't one of the things you had to guess. <laughs> What's it called? Book one. Um, the Philosopher's the- Stain. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stain. <laughs> Really good. I mean, I don't <laughs> know either. Probably so not. Sorry for I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the trio Peeves. Peeves comes barreling out of the closet. Um, shoot, is this? It's uh, it's one of the times they sneak out after midnight, which is many times. And they're late at night. They're out of their rooms. They're not supposed to be. Peeves catches them. I definitely know it's Peeves. The trio. He comes barreling out of the the cupboard. They're either in the room of requirement or they're in one of the classrooms. Can't remember. I, I just wrote down Harry and Ron. I think Hermione and Neville were there too. Mm-hmm. Is that it's the one where they go in the it's the duel. Yeah. And um they'd just gotten sort of like caught by Filch and then Pease is like, Students out of bed, students out of bed and then they run to the third floor corridor and they see Fluffy for the first time. Yeah. And I said, uh Harry and Ron, after Malfoy didn't show up to the duel. Katie wins for naming everyone. You got Harry and Ron, but Hermione and Neville yeah. are also there. But it's right after. Um, so they're going to have the midnight duel with Malfoy. And he doesn't show up, but he's told Filch that they're going to be there. Yeah. And so they're like running away. And then they run into Peeves. He comes out of a trophy case at some point, I think. So well. five for Katie for getting the uh, naming right. Five for getting the uh, when... It was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, five for me for getting when it was right. You got you everybody got, but Neville. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. You got good. more I than me. I get full points for that. Yeah. Okay, five for that. Yeah. And Anyone then your bonus to question. Take a, t- a stab at the chapter name. I know. The Midnight, Midnight Duel. Duel. Midnight Duel. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> five points to me for trying. Hey. No, just so <laughs> Five good. points for doing Scottish. No, like, yeah. honestly, yeah. I yeah. would give five points... To Ravenclaw for that. For no, I'm, and I'm I have saying, never read yeah. a book. No agenda. Yeah. And it was a great idea. As yeah. much as it was like, ah, fuck. It I, was a well, very good idea. I was trying to think. I'm sure. like, your bookshelf is clearly visible to all of us. There's no way I'm going to be yeah. able to like do all. And then I was like, ooh, the philosopher's stain. I've been thinking of it all week. Like, the remember the book. I didn't remember the book. But I was just going to like, oh, we should pick a funny part to to say in the outro or something. But this is way better. It's way better. Yeah, because yeah, really, you little really bitches good. read it without me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you should never leave us. That's your yes. fault. All right. Uh, now it is time for characters from other <laughs> shows that are Slytherin. I don't even watch the show and I know that it's Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, so famously, I did uh, another character from uh Game of Thrones, who is Slytherin? Um, cause like my last Slytherin was Cersei. I'm not gonna do any like spoilery business. Hopefully I can keep it pretty spoiler free for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I think there's many candidates yeah. for Slytherin in Game of Thrones because it's a very like politically savvy show in that I think that that's sort of the environment where Slytherins may, may thrive. Yeah, not um, a lot of philanthropists there. <laughs> yeah, I I just think like it's a really good. Uh, you sort of have to be resourceful, or you end up dead. <laughs> All of the Hufflepuffs are dead. Aww. You win 
or you die. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah. So anyway, I would say that my Slytherin for today is Marjorie Tyrell. Mm. And she is a character that I really, really loved from the beginning. No spoilers. Okay. I know. (laughs) It's for my sake. Spoil away. Well, no, no, it's it's not. It's it's just like I don't want to because like I think that it's... Anywho, um, but like from the beginning, she's very um, cunning, very smart, extremely resourceful. And like when I said that Sl- Cersei was a Slytherin, I kind of felt bad because like this sort of the segment is sort of like try- trying to find like more balance to the Slytherins. Whereas yeah. like Cersei is is sympathetic in a lot of ways, but she's also like pretty much a villain. And here are some clips. There's no need for us to play games. Save your lives for court. You're going to need a lot of them. Your enemies aren't happy about us. They want to tear us apart. And the best way to stop them is to put your baby in my belly. We can try again later. You decide how you want to do it. With me, with me and Loris, however else you like. you need to do you are a king my son will be king sons learn from their mothers I plan to teach mine a great deal he was very handsome he was your grace your grace Calling yourself king doesn't make you one. And if Renly wasn't a king, I wasn't a queen. Do you want to be a queen? No. I want to be the queen. From what I've heard, he's quite experienced. And that's a good thing. It can be. We're very complicated, you know. Pleasing us takes practice. How do you know all this? Did your mother teach you? Yes, sweet girl. My mother taught me. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, uh, she she's resourceful and, like, smart. And she's also, like, really good. And she's a kind Slytherin. She's not overtly mean to anybody. She always is a ve- she's very diplomatic. Mm-hmm. She's trying to, like, she has her own agenda. And she's like, I'm so determined to be the queen like she wants like from the beginning this isn't a spoiler because it happens in like the first season but like from the beginning she's like i want to be the queen Mm -hmm. and she's very like focused on her goal but she's not an a-hole about it like she understands what people want and then she tries to like appease them or like gives it to them or like she you know works her way around that sort of game and it's really smart and clever and i really yeah like she's super manipulative but she does it in a way that's just pr like she does it in a way that's like i'm gonna make you think that i'm a really great person because i think that's more advantageous than scaring you yeah well. She's also most of the time seen from kind of Cersei's point of view, and Cersei kind of feels threatened by her. So yeah. she's not nearly as bad as, as some would make yeah. her out to be. Yeah, I think she um, she presents herself as a Hufflepuff. I think yeah, For like she would. Purposes. She yeah. would uh, probably. She's got the Slytherin wheels behind it, though. Yeah, like, but I don't think she's like trying to be anything that she's not she's well she has to hide it though 
because she's she has hidden to, by these or yeah. she's under these rules. Yeah, she definitely she has, has to hide to, how smart she is. Yeah. She plays and dumb a lot. Permiscuity mm-hmm. and Yeah, and like and just being a young stuff. kid and wanting to have fun but you can't because you have lofty goals. Yeah. She's definitely like a politician like yeah. true yeah. true to form and I think that there's a lot of ways that we see people gain power and like manipulate people. But I think the way that Marjorie does it is always so benign and generally kind. Like there's no like, there's no tyranny in her plan. No, she's trying to win over the people, whether it's for her own selfish gain. She's at least being selfless to the poor when she gets to King's Landing and she's making them love her. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. That she's getting something out of it in the end. Yeah. To me. Well, it's sort of like the ideal Slytherin way in which like everybody wins. Win, win, win. Win, 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 win. (laughs) Et cetera. But anyway. You get what you want. I get what I want. Everyone's happy. No one got hurt. Yeah. This is the way that things should be. A plus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I always just really enjoy that character, and uh, she must live. And nobody now. rocks a low neckline like that girl. <laughs> Natalie Dormer, mm-hmm. and She's that like gorgeous. that like wry smile, mm, so good. Yeah, I saw the, the like smirk. Tumble, yeah. Tumblr post or whatever, where it's like. Why does Natalie Dormer smile like she knows how the world is going to end? And she's like always just sort of like smirking a little bit like, hmm. She reminds me of a cat whenever I see her. I'm like, you just look like a cat to me. I don't know. Uh, This episode's underrated character. I really wanted to find a millennial that we know (laughs) exists. And so I only could turn to one book. But it made it even better because even though this book is frustrating as hell, this character was so good, and that oh, is okay. Scorpius Malfoy. And I really, really enjoyed Scorpius Malfoy. It was one of the only good things that came out of that book. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to shout out to Scorpius because I thought he was great. We all know we've talked about him much before, so I don't going to go into it. But something cool that I found was the etymology of his name, Scorpius, but it's, yes, of course, it's Latin for scorpion, but like his father, Draco, and an extension to the Black family, Scorpius was named after a constellation, carrying on the tradition. And then his middle name. Draco is a I was just constellation. Say. Yeah, Draco is yeah. a constellation. Huh. Is it yeah. short for it, or is it just called Draco? It's just called Draco. It's just called Draco, yeah. Mm. Yeah. The There's more you know. <laughs> People the didn't used to have TV, okay? <laughs> They're like, oh, look at the stars. Go mm. That's Jerry the cowboy. That one looks like mm. a dragon. In, Three dots. <laughs> in Western astrology, um, the Scorpio is linked to Hades, the god of the underworld. Mm. So that's something cool that you should hang on to for this next fact. His middle name, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Hyperion or Hyperion. Oh. Hyperion. In Greek mythology, it was the god of the sun and light. So the god of the underworld and god of the sun and mm. light con- contrasting or conflicting things. Really interesting. And the name means he who watches from above. And I really do love the contrast of Scorpius, not only for the book, but f- with the Malfoy name and how different he is and how I just like him a Did lot. Did you ever he specify it's uh, Cursed Child? No, it's Cursed J- Child. It's C- cursed Child, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technically, it's know. sort of in the epilogue if you don't want <laughs> yeah, to think true. about Cursed Child at yeah. all. But yeah. yeah, it is definitely in there as well. We right. get to know Scorpius pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. He's... Uh, I really enjoyed that character from the book. With all the problems of the book, that character was really lovely. So 
I just want to give some shout out to the only one of the only millennials that we know from this world that have been written about. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Because it was modern time. It was, but he's so young that he might he might be Gen Gen later. Z, as it yeah, as it were. So. Teddy, Teddy would be. Teddy, he? yeah. Millennial. He's on that cusp that like we don't know where the generation's going to end. It's one of those older. things. Yeah, like Probably, Laura said, yeah. it's so vague. So yeah. who knows? Yeah, Scorpius, <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is. He's super cute. I like how he was written. Um, I think that maybe at at sometimes he was like a little bit much like in the I don't know like it, it sometimes felt a little bit like hammy hammy mm-hmm. the way he's like oh but i'm such a nerd let me put up my glasses and yeah. it's like oh it's like, a really good nerd voice by thank way, you please. would he say boop boop beep boop on you the boop, would, boop oh, device I mean, if he knew what a boop boop device was how does one boop boop but yeah like but despite all that he definitely was the best part of the cursed child and i like i enjoyed him he he humanized albus yes without scorpius i don't know what i would have done yeah Yeah. me either that's what i would have done (laughs) and i i particularly appreciate the subtext that um kate reading as Scorpius in The Cursed Child <laughs> did with uh, our friend Rob reading as Albus. So if you haven't heard that, please join our Patreon and yep. listen to The Cursed Child <laughs> reading that we did. It is perhaps very sessual. I haven't listened to it in a while and I need to again. It was, yeah, it was so and- funny. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it was very fun to relive. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yep. that's a really good underrated. We haven't, we don't really talk about the cursed child that much for obvious reasons, but like, yeah, to us. it's nice to, it's nice to talk about Scorpius because he's a wee bit of a ray of sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Very true. In an otherwise cloudy day. <laughs> no good rotten day. Just a continuous cloudy winter day. A Voldemort day, if you will. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> For Mary Fuck Kill, we're going to do another mix-up of it. This one is very similar to the old MASH game or any iteration you used to play in school. Only in that there are cars. There is no random chance at getting them. (sighs) A shack or a mansion. So today, we will be choosing between three vehicles. I'll give you the vehicles first. The Weasley's car. The Enchanted car. The uh, Ford Anglia? Yes. Mm-hmm. That flies? Go. Turquoise. The night bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. And the Hogwarts Express. Oh, dang. We are not marrying, buffing, or killing any of okay, these <laughs> in the way that you think we will. Too boxy. You have to choose which one is your everyday driver going to work, point A to B on weekdays, and point, point C, C on, on weekends. weekends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's very good. One will... Not actively hunt you down, but if you come across it, it will try to hit you. Okay. Or if you're in it, it'll crash or something like it's trying to kill you. And then the third will be melted down for scrap and you hear it scream. (laughs) You have to hear it scream. You make all of them horrible. No, everyday driver is good. Okay, you don't have to hear it scream, but it's melted. It's super disturbing. Do I have 30 minutes to move my cube? (laughs) Yes. Do we get to use the metal that's melted down for something? 
No, you don't get to use the metal for it's anything. Recycled it's recycled into yeah. aluminum cans. Yeah. One hunts you. All right. I think one. I have an idea. Okay. All right. Start us off. For sure. All right. I will I will choose a night bus for my everyday ride because it's cool and it can go anywhere. You can it's sleep like a, on it while you're You can sleep on it. It's a teleporting car. You pretty much can't get any cooler than that. Yeah. Um, I will choose the Hogwarts Express to hunt me down <laughs> because at least it's on rails and I can and avoid it. Yep. Um, and I guess that means that I have to like melt down the Ford Anglia, but it's just like really unreliable. And I feel like it would be mad at me when I didn't change the oil. And like, I feel like it's got a lot of attitude and the night bus would just be simpler. So I just have to kill it. At, and I feel really bad about it. As it's being melted down, uh, one of its doors shuts, but it's so squeaky that it sounds like it. No, like I know, like I'd be super like it I says, would, I'm not scared. Oh, <laughs> fucking brave little toast. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. That's, that's it's good. horrible. Mine is exactly even your reasons are what I have in my head. Mine's exactly Katie's. <laughs> it's like I the same reasons. The rails you yeah. can avoid train tracks. It is nice though because yep. like I I really was tempted to like have it as my everyday ride because you don't have to drive it. You just and you'd be going to Hogwarts. You'd be going to Hogwarts, which is cool. But but like you would just get on, and it's nice. There's a trolley witch who brings yeah. you candy, and it's really really cool. But like I can't imagine the night bus or the Ford Anglia coming to kill me. No, <laughs> no, thank no. you. That's and the a nice bad bu- night bus car. for my everyday commute. Like, come on, I hate the TTC. That's our public transport. I hate commuting. So if I could get nap for my commute, it'd be wonderful. I get nap. I can get a nap. Well, I mean, no one said that. You could that get a nap. See, at that's, the that's why I would have a different Whoever answer. Oh, tell me, girl. Um, I have a long-standing history of weird fucking interactions with people on public transport. So this is true. you do. You're I very good. don't. It's too friendly. I don't want it. So, um. <laughs> I'm going to melt that night bus down and just hope that it's still available to those who need it. That's funny. But not for me. As a cube. (laughs) For me, little cube. Just, yeah. Purple cube. Put it away. Yeah. Purple cube. Purple cube. And, uh... I guess the one that I want to hunt me down would be the Hogwarts Express because... I'm going to imagine that I'm just being truant and... um, (laughs) Hogwarts will always be there to welcome you home, and the train is how you get there. The train is derailed. That's so funny. It will find you, and it will take you home, <laughs> um, whether you want it to or not. And I would, I would make the flying Ford Anglia, Anglia my ride or die. <laughs> Her everyday ride, ride or die. My, my everyday ride. point A to B, ride or die, baby. Listen, Keep in mind, die. she's never driven a car, so I've never driven a car, so it's happen. nice to have a self-driving car in a way. True, yeah. and flying car. Mm-hmm. This is true. Like, who the hell gave Ron driving lessons? No, he doesn't even know how to fly Twins, a broom probably. yet. Technically, yeah. maybe I don't know. I guess that was first He's year. He's like twelve. He should not be driving that car. No, a flying car. Yeah, definitely it's not. Very I trust him. Molly, trust the car. Molly <laughs> was right to be upset. I would melt the Hogwarts Express. Uh, That's a lot of metal. That's why I asked yeah. if we could use that scrap metal. Well, I mean, someone can, and maybe there's a backup train, or they can just get another one because it wasn't like 
there wasn't really yeah, maybe any magic a, about it. There's that we a know long of. branch versus an express. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> a rocket, will you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the Hogwarts Express, express. 196. Express. <laughs> express. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully uh, Hogwarts is loaded. They can buy another train. This um, is true. But I'd go with the night bus to hunt me down. Oh my god. Because it would because oh. It has a nasty habit of missing everything on the road when it's trying to drive. Oh, that's very true. Also, maybe it doesn't work in the day. Nasty habit? <laughs> Great habit. Well, if you're trying to rack up points. <laughs> that's true. It never hits anybody or anything. Yeah. Maybe so it's part I'm, of the magic I'm that it hoping. can't. And it's on duty like uh, You know, it's not it's not its own master. What if um? If what if the night bus's middle away. name was Club and it was the nightclub bus and it only played the Venga Boys? Well, then I'd be actively trying to hunt it down as well. So. Sorry, but I'm then, always going to reference my tweet from like last year where I was like, "Oh my God, what if the Venga bus is the American night bus?" And no one liked it. I liked it. I wonder why. I mean, I didn't like it, but I liked it. <laughs> and then I'd be... Uh, Millennials liking things they don't like. Yeah. yeah. And then flying car. Is your A to B. I, I, love your, I love driving, but I don't enjoy stagnant traffic, so I could just fly away. Yeah. And it has a mind of its own. And you wouldn't have to go to the airport. But yeah, that was That's mine. That's a good one. I and like it that. is good. Like <laughs> I like these change-ups. I never like. Yeah, it is very interesting. I really enjoy. It's really our the Mary only Boff vehicle kills. one we can, we can do. But we could do broom for now. But who yeah. knows what's going to happen with Fantastic Beasts? Broom, oh, magic carpet, port key, crazy festival thing that flies down the building in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Festival mm. carriage one hundred and one. Yes, please. The Bobaton carriage. Yeah, mm. Durmstrang ship. Yeah. We're gonna have more. I'm gonna boff the Dermstrang ship. Boff the I mean, fuck out of that ghost boys. ship. <laughs> nom nom. Nom nom. Give me that ghost ship. Nom nom. Katie's shaking her head no. <laughs> she hated her own joke. That's on my tombstone now. Uh, we got some suggestions for the Wi Fi so far. Kat Sutton. She's a Hufflepuff. Woo. She had a conversation with her husband. Kat suggested. What's mug- her husband's house? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, because she does say her husband wins. Uh, Kat suggested MuggleNet, hijacking the website name. Mm. But her husband came up with Hogwarts School of Wi-Fi and Wizardry. Mm. That's cute. And then she said he wins. Hashtag Azkurbanter. Azkurbanter. Oh, he's not sorted yet. She's trying. Oh, that's cute. But she'll take points for Hufflepuff. Thanks, Kat. You have a great name. Yeah. And we also got suggestions from Jasmine, our... Slytherin Prefect. She came up with a few. Router of requirement. <laughs> That's good. You're a Wi-Fi Harry. And my favorite, Goblet of Wi-Fi. Was <laughs> it those three? I like the first yeah. one. I like Man, those oh, wait. And Expecto Connectum. Or Expecto Connecto. I like that I one, get, too. Yeah, That's really good. That's good, too. Yep. Jasmine, nice. Oh, done. man. Uh, all right. So we will start a Facebook and I Twitter think, poll tomorrow. I think tomorrow. we give it a few more days. Like, a few more days? Like, mm-hmm. after this comes out and Fair then enough. a few more. Like, okay. Unless next you week need sometime, something now. Well, <laughs> the thing is, you won't hear this until we've probably already Thursday. done it. Well, Tuesday at the earliest. Yeah. For Patreon subscribers. Sometime but- next week. This will be in in the workings, yeah. and uh, let's get me a, a Wi-Fi name. 
Any new suggestions will also be incorporated. Any new suggestions. (laughs) And you will get points even if your suggestion doesn't win. So, But would you like an update on the points? Yes. So as of today, March 29th, uh, we have Hufflepuff bringing up the rear with 210 points. That's a lot of points. Well, if you thought that was a lot, let's Whoa. move on. Oh, no. To third place, Ravenclaw with 270 points. Whoa. Holy shit, guys. In second place, with 275 points, Gryffindor. Ah. Which, of course, leaves points. Slytherin in the lead with 285 points. Whoa, very Whoa, close. Very yeah. close. Other than... Uh, very uh, close. Yeah, you can thank Sam. And also and Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah. yeah. Sam and Jasmine. Yeah. And we're only Crushing in the first quarter it. of the year, so yeah. we've got a long way to go. And yeah. it's very close. Yeah. I mean, even Hufflepuff, that's only 70 points behind. Yeah. yeah. That's not that bad. That's yeah. like one we're... fan mail and a couple suggestions. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. You guys, and, and this I is so through. cool. It always makes me so fucking happy. Like how much our listeners like participate and like reach out to us. Yeah. It's so fucking cool, you yeah. guys. Thank you. Yes. And we did get some reviews and some of them did nice. have uh, their houses in it. So you got points for that. A lot of Gryffindor reviews. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Very good. Amazing. Love it. Yeah. Speaking of listeners, uh, we've had a great contact, I guess you'd say. Yeah, contact. We've, we've gotten in touch with uh, Apple Juice Productions, um, who do like Harry Potter fanfic videos. And it's just like really cool to see like Harry Potter fans like making creative stuff. It's mm-hmm. so cool. Thanks for like reaching out. It was really cool to see it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm super curious who made that tapestry. It was beautiful Mm -hmm. on on their set. Yeah. Dang. 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 We'd also like to shout out to our buddy over in BC, Mike, who's got his own podcast starting. Uh, They've got six episodes out, and I just listened to the sixth episode, um, which was about masculinity. And it was uh, two men on different sides of the sexual orientation talking about masculinity and what that means for both sides and men in general and it was great um this is what he said about his podcast like we asked what he would like us to say so so this is verbatim you know we talk a lot about magic on our show (laughs) but i've got to tell you about a brand new podcast (laughs) that brings a little magic to your everyday life yeah fuck you mike (laughs) hear his voice fuck you downhill dog the guide to trying is the podcast that (laughs) self helps you each episode our friend michael lorsch is joined by a fabulous co-host to dive into the big topics of life gender breakups inspiration oprah's golden globe speech all of the juicy juicy stuff so do us a favor go live your best life off the broom and subscribe to downhill dog a guide to trying on (laughs) apple podcasts or google music something like that maybe i love him something like that i'm playing it up jokingly but what house was he again he's a gryffindor Gryffindor. cute dude he's so fucking cute (laughs) so that was the flair that suited me best mike 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But Hi. it, it was like, you. that's so cute. It was yeah. a, a really good episode. It's the only one I've heard so far. So I'm going to go back and listen from the start. But yeah, hashtag uh, we're bad friends. We, but we will. <laughs> I listen. Oh. We. I, I finally know that there's someone else out there that has cried because of the movie Click because of it. So that there's that. That was every human Who who's ever doesn't seen that cry movie? because of the movie Click. <laughs> I never saw Click. You cried. Not don't cry. watch it. The podcast it. is over. We're going to watch Click right now. Uh, nope. God damn it. I, I've cried enough this week. Two hours of Adam Sandler and I cry? No, thank you. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> bad. <laughs> But yeah, um, if you like super positive and uh, yeah, he's a delightful really human. Really, topics. yeah, like it's a Check it's it a out. really really good. He's one of those rays of sunshine that yeah. like you see them and you're like, oh, oh my day brighter is day. I feel better. And oh, our wonderful. days are darker with you on the other side of the country. I yeah. don't know anyone who loves muffins more. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, happy spring. Hopefully, this is spring, and then. Yep. Well, I hope you enjoyed your long weekend if you had one. Yeah, we're about, we're just going into ours. Woohoo! Fucking did it! See you next time! That's a fair this episode of Mr. Managed Podcast. Cheers for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, and on the old Facebook, Pinterest, (laughs) and Tumblr. Write and review us on iTunes if you want to get in touch. Send us an hour at mischiefmanagepodcast at gmail.com and check out our Patreon for the Cursed Baron Parody. The Cursed what? Baron. Okay. And check out our Patreon for the Cursed Baron Parody readings. Bonus content. Mischief Manage was co-created by the Baron Aaron Reynolds and in original reels and strassbys by the Boom Devon Highland. <laughs> and as a Mischief Managed. Quick side note about Umbridge. I know I've said it yeah. in this room. I don't think I said. Come on, Kate. <laughs> no. Over here. No, no. Doesn't do it again. It's silent. <laughs> do it towards me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're so bad. I want to relive that one. <laughs> She's like beat what red the right hell now. Is She's happening? like so loud. I have no idea. It's really good. No, I'm sorry. No, I love it. It was coming. It reminds me of my grandma. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> he used to burp at me when I was a child. <laughs> what? It was my favorite thing in lived. the world. <laughs> he used to make my mom so mad. <laughs> I wonder me. why. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, it's that's funny. <laughs> She'd just be like mid-sentence and just straight up burp. And I was like, Grandma's the coolest. <laughs> And this is why she's the way she is. Yeah, like everything's starting to make sense finally now. We finally get I Laura. finally get after eleven years of friendship. I get you. Thank you. I get you it. Get reaction. Come on, Kate, do it at me. <laughs> if well, anything, I wouldn't mind. It's just like I know I'm gonna have to edit around it later. <laughs> so it's like, well, thank you. Yes. I missed my yoga class tonight, so I got a little ab workout. Anyways. Sorry, everybody. Uh,